0: hello and welcome to starting over with shannon this is a podcast about fresh starts new chapters and embracing change and challenge to become a better version of ourselves and create a better world around us i'm your host shannon jenkins and every week i'll be bringing you a different starting over story with tips on how to conquer life's difficulties to find greater joy meaning and purpose Hey and welcome. A big heartfelt thank you to all of you regular listeners who continue to support this podcast. If you are new here, a big welcome to you. You will find interviews and solo episodes just like this one, all created with your healing and personal growth in mind, particularly as it relates to emotional mastery, relationships, self-awareness, dealing with difficulties and moving through fresh starts and new chapters in life. Now, the topic of today you know, when you get stuck in one of those spirals of unconstructive worry, and it usually contains something like, I'm going to be alone forever, or I'm going to end up living on the streets if I don't get my shit together, or my loved ones are going to end up uh, sick and ill, and, and it goes on and on, right? All of these delightfully catastrophic thoughts, and they even come in moments of relative pain peace, robbing you of all of your calm and your joy. Like, what is up with that? I even remember for me when I was on my honeymoon on a beautiful beachside villa with coconut groves, a lovely pool, a happy and well family around me, not bearing in mind that I'd also been planning this event for a good year, And there I was in that moment, slammed with inner stress because I had that inner voice barking on about all the things that I should be worrying about linked to the future. Career, finances, health struggles, love. But in that moment, funnily enough, I also stumbled across a quote from spiritual teacher Eckhart Tolle that really came to me at the right time. And it was this. Stress is a sign that you have lost the present moment. The next moment has become more important than life itself. And I had that snap back to reality moment of, yep, wow, this is not how I want to live my life. In fact, by doing this, I'm not even living life. I'm not even experiencing what is going on around me because I have just drifted off into some imaginary fiction place place within the confines of my mind. And funnily enough, I'm sure you'll find this too, I've acquired countless evidence now to prove over the years that what I have worried or stressed about has not even come true. And I think this really reflects what so many spiritual teachers have said, which is most people are not suffering in life, they are suffering in memory and imagination. So this is what I want to talk to you about today, because I know that you've experienced this like millions and millions and millions of other people worldwide. And that is a really important point to note, actually, because our anxious survival brain would tell us that we're the only ones experiencing this right now. But if we can zoom out and recognize that maybe this isn't even a mental disorder, this is just part of the human condition right now, we would feel less alone and more able to accept ourselves and others around us perhaps too. So I want you to know that it is possible to change, even if it feels like pushing a heavy boulder uphill or that pesky inner voice right now is saying like, no, this is the reality that I got landed with and this is sticking around for good. No, you can unlearn this habitual pattern of thinking. That is a whole basis of neuroplasticity. You can learn how to become more comfortable with uncertainty and the future unknowns. And you can learn how to cultivate a greater sense of self-trust that says, hey, you know what? I have made it through 100% of my worst days so far. So I'm reasonably confident that I'm going to be able to work this out. I'm going to work out a solution to the problem when it actually exists, when it is real and doesn't simply exist in imagination alone. Doesn't that sound a whole lot better than carrying that heavy, heavy burden of stress, anxiety and worry? It does for me and I hope it does for you too. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you a roadmap out of that worry land and talk to you about four ways, four key steps that you can adopt to stop worrying so much and feel more inner peace, calm, and contentment. But first, let's consider why you resist letting go of worrying. And yes, you heard that right. You see, so many of us, we have a conscious or unconscious resistance to letting go of worry because there is a part of us that feels like that very worry is keeping us safe. We fear that in the absence of worry, we'll stop being conscientious or driven and that it will unravel our progress and our success. We also often falsely believe that without worry, we will not adequately prepare and plan for potential threats and unwanted eventualities. To let go of worry, you'd think, would bring that uncomfortable feeling of relinquishing control and being vulnerable to the unknown. That is something that many of us want to avoid, whether we're actually aware of it or not. And one of the stranger ones actually, I find myself guilty of this so much, and that is that worrying can sometimes give you the false sense that you are actually taking action. But worrying is not action. Worry is the state of being anxious or troubled over potential problems, and it often guides you towards overthinking and further away from taking that very effective action. Reality is, worry derails your progress. It destabilizes your inner calm. It quietens your hope and optimism and crushes your joy and happiness, basically. But saying goodbye to worry does not mean that you can't be pragmatic or sensible or plan for the future. As you'll hear later on in this roadmap I give you, taking action is actually a key part to the how of letting go of worry. But just know that it is entirely normal that there will be a part of you that resists letting go of worry. And that inner voice in your mind will dish out a whole lot of reasons why what I'm saying is a load of BS, especially when you are triggered or under stress or in that anxiety, worrisome moment. And I've had many occasions of this myself. You know, I recall back in 2018, I was doing an internship in the public sector and I had a meeting with the director of this organization and he asked me, questions about my plans for the future, what I wanted to do after I gra- graduated from university. And clearly, I was mildly stressed and indecisive and unsure because the comment that stood out to me from him was, you know, Shaden, I found in life that if you take care of today, tomorrow will take care of itself. And the older I get, the more I realize the truth in that. But in hindsight, my gosh, how much time I have wasted fretting about possible outcomes that I had no control over or what the future had in store rather than actually living my life and focusing whatever was at hand in the present moment in front of me. And going back to what I said about that little ego voice telling you to not let go of worry, well, I'm fairly certain this too came up as a rebuttal because I was like, well, how will tomorrow take care of itself? I've got a plan for it. I have to shear the ship and the ship, steer the ship. Is that right? Yeah. Steer the ship in the right direction. Okay. I'm not a boat person, but I had that reaction to, okay, I, I, but I, if I let go of this control right now, then I'm not going to make this happen. But really, I was missing all the wisdom contained in that line of his and that life is here right now and what we do right now matters most. So what happens when we let go of worry? Well, just imagine this scene for yourself. Imagine the sense of lightness, expansion, freedom you would feel right now if you were not worrying about the future, the unknown, the negative possibilities If instead of overthinking, fretting, calculating and foreboding your joy, you were to feel hopeful, excited and open to future adventures in your life. And instead of living in memory or in imagination, to go back to what I said earlier, you were to fully live and appreciate the experience that you are having right now. Like me, when I was on holiday in a place we call paradise rather than being behind a computer screen, which is me a lot of the time. And instead of me worrying about whether my future would match my preferences and hopes and expectations, I was to enjoy the exact moment there that I had spent a lot of time planning for, quite honestly. And that's the irony of it all, isn't it? We spend so much time planning our future, But when that very future arrives, we don't fully experience it because we've shifted our focus to some other future event we have to plan and prepare for. Absurdity, insanity, right? And if this isn't painting the picture enough, there is a lot of scientific evidence to say that letting go of worry Reduces anxiety, stress, overwhelm. It can improve our mood, lead to better physical health, increased energy levels, more fulfilling relationships as well, because worry tends to make us irritable or withdrawn or distant. And it can also lead to increased productivity because the nervous state of worry makes it more difficult for us to focus, especially focus on what's important and to then therefore prioritise tasks effectively. So we get it, right? Worry is not as essential as our minds would sometimes think. Well, what are we going to do about it? You see, I think sometimes we have a tendency to overcomplicate things, when in reality, some of the easiest and best antidotes to worry are the most simple. And they often all lead back to having a healthy and balanced lifestyle. And the thing is, you know all of this. It is pretty self-evident, so I'm just going to state this as a quick reminder. But sometimes those preventative measures you take are the most effective, like working out regularly enough to release tension, get high on those feel-good, anxiety-busting endorphins, and make sure you get enough sleep, because sleep deprivation and anxiety are the best of friends maintaining a healthy diet and healthy gut microbiome, enjoying authentic, honest, and meaningful relationships, you know that all of this matters. And it does for so much more than just letting go of worry. But I know the worry mind. I know how it goes. I know what it's like when that anxious brain sounds its alarm and everything just feels overwhelming. That balancing priorities in life, Just feels too much and you feel like you can't handle it all. And I mean, this was me not too long ago where I realized I think I added drinking water to my to do list and that was just one thing too many. And I wanted to curl up in a little ball and hide away from the world. Let's avoid that, right? And stay simple. So, what I really want to share with you today in the how of letting go of worry is a simple four step roadmap out of this worry land when you notice this habitual pattern of negative thinking setting in think of it as a kind of nip it in the bud approach to interrupt that automatic response to stress and uncertainty that you me and so many others have built and it goes like this one notice that worried and anxious little voice in your head two focus your mind and ground your body in the present moment. Three, shift your thinking to positivity and gratitude. And four, channel your worry into action. That's how it goes, but let's break it down further. So that one, that noticing that worried and anxious little voice in your head, awareness, awareness, awareness. I repeat this so much Because it is the most crucial point. And yet, what I find is that many people who are on this self development and spiritual healing journey, they often criticize themselves for that very awareness because they expect to be more advanced and less influenced by this inner voice. If this is you, instead of berating yourself or beating yourself up for noticing yourself worrying, genuinely see it as a positive. Like, oh, yes, I have managed once again to separate myself from that incessant mental chatter and negative thinking. And over time, what you will find is that you are able to interrupt those thoughts faster before they have triggered a stronger emotional reaction, which then makes it easier to let go of. So win-win. Now, if you're new to this podcast or to these topics, well, a great place to start is this. And in fact, this is probably the core, the very core of a spiritual awakening. It is, in case you haven't noticed, there is a voice in your head, an inner roommate, let's call it, that just never shuts up. And sometimes that inner voice, it rabbits on about how you're going to be a loser or an idiot, or you're never going to find the love of your life, or you're never going to be successful, or you're always going to be alone. FYI. This voice is often dramatic, for one. It loves talking in absolutes and just doesn't give a crap about any nuance. So step one, notice that worried and anxious little voice in your head. That's it. Step number two, focus your mind and ground your body in the present moment. So after you've interrupted that imaginary future life of yours, you'll notice that you are some kind of floating head with a body operating on autopilot. It's like when you're driving a car and you have no idea really how you got from A to B safely because for practically the whole journey you were mentally in Neverland. But if you didn't manage to interrupt those negative thoughts quite swiftly then it is likely triggered a reaction in your body and more likely than not Your breathing is very shallow and chest-based rather than diaphragm, lower lower belly-based. Your jaw is clenched. Your brow is furrowed. Your shoulders are hunched over. So the next step is taking a moment to intentionally ease the tension in your body to signal that you're safe, right? Because your brain cannot make the distinction between what you imagine and what you experience it experiences it all the same. So your inner energy as well is likely to be very upper body focused and grounding in the lower part of your body can have a great stabilizing and calming effect. So if you work an office job, for example, and you're stressed at work, even just noticing your feet on the floor and feeling your energy there can help redirect away from your stress brain and even better if you can get outside and put your bare feet on the grass somewhere and it can last point on this it can also help to activate your senses so you start noticing what you see in the room or space around you what can you hear what can you feel can you feel wind on your face or what are the the materials around you what can you taste All of this is a way to get out of your brain and into the present moment. It acts as a kind of cut that is quite necessary to reshift back to a calmer place. And step three, shift your thinking to positivity and gratitude. This is the thing about the worried brain. It triggers downward negative thought spirals and once you've shifted into a negative headspace because of that first negative thought, it's easier to then have more negative thoughts and it just keeps on going and going. And that's when a catastrophic catastrophic thinking, worst case scenarios and overwhelm all come along for the ride. You know how it goes, right? So what helps? Well, this is when you need to intentionally shift your thinking to something positive. And you'll notice that when you're in that negative mindset, even saying, and what if it all works out, will feel like the craziest of ideas. It will somehow internally feel distant. But really, what if it all works out? What if what you are worrying about will not even remotely come to fruition? What if it is even far greater or better than, than you ever expected. Maybe if you also need to connect more to strength and resilience and courage, you can say, I've got this, or I can handle this, or I can do hard things, or the storm will pass, this too shall pass. Do your best to intentionally shift your thinking towards something positive. And again, you may have some resistance to that, but remember that, People spend a lot of time and energy worrying about things that never, ever, ever come to pass because that is the very nature of anxiety. And on top of that, even better if you can look for gratitude. Why? Because there is a special relationship between anxiety and gratitude in that they just do not want to coexist. The brain cannot respond to anxiety and to gratitude at the same time. And this is part of perspective taking and gaining some distance from those negative thoughts because guaranteed you have so many wonderful things in your life to be grateful for. So do not wait for something to be removed from you to be able to access that gratitude. So tune into what you are thankful and grateful for more closely and guaranteed it will start to tune you out of worry And last step in this roadmap, out of worry. Channel your worry into action. The thing about worrying is that it sends your mind spinning. And a part of you is convinced, like I said before, that worry is productive and helpful, especially before it triggers a strong, anxious, emotional reaction. Because you just think you're solving problems, right? You think that you're actually working towards taking the steps to plan for a better future. But you now know that in reality, worry is passive and you just end up drifting away somewhere unpleasant, severed from reality of what is going around on around you. And that worry on its own, it serves absolutely no productive purpose. Nonetheless, perhaps the subject of what you initially started worrying about is actually something you should care about and take some action towards. I'm not dismissing that. But instead of the negative overthinking, try to channel that passive energy into something active. And by active, I mean taking action, getting out of your head and doing more, right? So it's like less thinking, more doing. Let's say, for example, you are stressed about your future financial position, that maybe you don't feel like you are currently earning enough money, or maybe you're in debt or have overspent recently. Well, how about instead of just sitting in that fear of your supposed penniless, insecure future and letting your mind run astray, you nip it in the bud, and instead you spend one evening after work reviewing your pension or doing an inventory of your last month's spending, or making a budget plan of how you can spend less next month. Again, you may feel some initial resistance to this, but this is one of the best ways to relieve your fears and to help you regain a sense of control over your situation. Because avoiding whatever you are feeling anxious or worried about letting it just live in your mind, not in reality, it will only make it worse in the long run, guaranteed. So choose self-empowerment and progress instead and go step by step, little by little. Lower the bars sometimes, the expectations you have on yourself, the barriers of entry, because it will help you to get started much quicker and with less worry and less stress. So there you have it. These are the four steps that serve as a little roadmap out of worry about your future and back into a more mindful, relaxed state. So just a quick recap. One, notice that worried and anxious little voice in your head. Two, focus your mind and ground your body in the present moment. Three, shift your thinking to positivity and gratitude and four, channel your worry into action. So there you have it. These are the four steps that serve as a little roadmap out of worry about your future back into a more mindful, relaxed state. I hope it helps you like it has been helping me and know that, oh my gosh, of course it takes conscious practice, but I can tell you for sure that it will get easier over time and you'll start noticing little improvements in your inner state, in your ability to regulate your emotions and enjoy your life a little bit more. Now, if you know of anyone who is currently stressed or anxious and would benefit from hearing this podcast episode, please, please do send them a link. But have a wonderful day, everyone. And thank you so much again for listening.